Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What failed project should go into the Museum of Failure that's uh, headed to the Mall of America in November? It's a real thing, you guys. It's a real deal, man. 651-641-1071. What, you know, really, this is just walking down memory lane of failed products. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. So this is actually a real exhibition that will make a stop here in Minnesota at Mall of America uh, in November. And then it will move on from there yeah. uh, to Chicago. And it literally is the Museum of Failure. Dun, 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 dun. And actually, what I think is interesting about it is the way that they describe this museum is that it's not meant to dissuade people from inventing things, but to point out that embracing failure and taking risks is mm-hmm. part of what paves the way for innovation and progress in the world that we live oh, for in. Sure. The, for every failure, you know, there's a, well, I should say it's probably more failures than successes, but for all those failures, there are some incredible successes. So right? it's just on the, on the journey. So I just, you know, I thought like just having memories of like, for example, new Coke. Oh yeah. will be in the museum of failure yeah. uh, as part of the exhibit. And by the way, you can like literally buy tickets to the exhibit. It's a 90 minute experience. You wander it sounds through. Sounds fun. It does sound kind of fun, and it sounds also just like a trip down memory. Like I said, a trip down memory lane. Like how many times did a product show up in the world, and you'd think, "Did we need that?" Yeah. And then it would flop. Yeah. Or we'd be like, "That's so cool! That's going to be huge! It's going to be amazing!" And then it was nothing. Yeah. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What failed product would you put in the museum of failure? Um, Bradley, do you have any, do you have any things that like immediately jump to mind? Um, you know, I watch a lot of unwrapped on discovery plus Mm. where they show you how they make things and every once in a while, like every couple episodes or so, they'll be like, and -and so-and-so has come out with this fabulous new product. And the shows are all like, I think right now I'm, cause I'm watching them sequentially. I think I'm in the early two thousands and every once in a while they'll show a new pro new product. Right. And I'm like, Oh, you guys, I'm here from the future to tell you that's not going to end well. And one of them is easy squirt. Do you remember Easy Squirt? No. You do also, remember it's it. it's the worst name ever. Heinz had a product for oh, ew, colorful yeah. ketchup. Oh, yeah. And it was just ketchup. So, like, literally doesn't taste any different than regular ketchup. But they had all these different colors. Um, purple, no. green. And they just... And they had this... Um, they they had like this room full of kids like product testing and they're like the kids love it it's so much fun you're not supposed to play with your food but they just play all day and they're like squirting all these hideous colored <laughs> ketchups all over things and I'm like that's oh, nasty again I'm here from the future to tell you guys this doesn't work um six five one six four one one zero seven one 
Can you uh, think of any products that should be in the Museum of Failure? Um, we've got Vanessa on the line. Hi, Vanessa. Vanessa. Hello? Hi, Vanessa. What What's the failed product that you think should be in the Museum of Failure? I think the Floby for sure has got to go in. <laughs> the Floby. That's interesting because I feel like it's a success because George Clooney uses it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's true, Vanessa. Thank you for your call. I think he's the only one, Vanessa. Don't worry. It's true. Yeah. yeah. No, the Floby. I think uh, is is a great um, a great candidate for the Museum of Failure. Yes. We need to throw the Lester chips in that, there. Oh. You know what? You just read my mind because wow. I was just thinking about the Wow chips that were oh. supposed to be like the new way. Like you can eat all the the chips you want. And you'll, it's no, you won't, the calories and the fat, and then it, instead it gave people violent trots. Yeah. No, that makes me think of something we just talked about on Friday, the saddest fries, which were the saddest fries. That is like, I'm actually looking at another list of uh, the worst product flops of all time, and that's on the list for sure. I mean, for good reason. Anything that promises to be the healthier version of the thing that isn't healthy for a reason, Mm -hmm. just like... A, I hope we get to another place with humanity. I hope we evolve past the, like, I should just be able to eat chips without it being chips. Right. It's not. That's, no. Like, just eat the <laughs> We just need chips. to learn how to deal. Yeah, with you don't need to eat stuff. all the chips, but you also don't need to eat all the fake chips and that are going to give you the runs. And you also <laughs> don't need to never eat chips. Yeah. yeah. You see what I mean? Like, if we could just learn the happy, balance, yeah. happy medium of life. Um, what about Betamax? Remember yeah, Betamax? Yeah. Oh, sad. What about Bic for her? Okay. Lady pens. That made me so mad. Is did that is that even still a thing? Can you buy lady pens? No. Well, maybe, but I don't know that they I think they're smart enough to not call them lady pens any longer six five one six four one one oh seven one uh what should be in the museum of failure diane is on the line hi diane diane what should be oh there's diane hi diane what is uh what should be in the museum of failure i would put in a segue because those were supposed to change everything right you know yeah. what? You're so right. When they first, thank you for your call, Diane. When they first introduced those, they build them as like the thing that was going to change transit and that everybody was going to have these things. And now really only mall cops and like specialized tours. There's have a, those things. Yeah, absolutely. There's a wonderful episode of the Dakota Ring podcast called Who Killed the Segway? And it's so fascinating because part of what made the Segway flop, you learn in that episode is a horrible PR campaign that failed miserably. Mm. And so it ended up creating these unrealistic expectations about what the Segway would be. Because you'll remember, I think most people remember this sort of like buzz, like right before it was announced, Mm -hmm. there's going to be this thing that's going to revolutionize transportation. It's like the biggest thing since, you know, like the wheel or some Mm -hmm. dumb thing, right? And then people were like, it's a scooter? Yeah. And so expectations were so high that when the actual thing came out and you know to your point mall cops is no it's no small thing it seems kind of goofy now but you know it certainly is a new and different way of transporting oneself right it's just not as revolutionary as they meant it to be right so like um, i was expecting flying cars yeah which we're still waiting for thank you thank you very much tiktok 
That's not what about a DeLorean? Are they going to put a DeLorean there? I believe so. At least I think there is a DeLorean, like an Edsel, I think also uh, shows up on the list. The other thing, um, Bradley, you and I talked about this off the air earlier because we were like amazed at this at this um, product when it first people first started talking about it. Yeah, we called them Google goggles, Google goggles, but they were the Google glasses. Yeah. And those were supposed to be like, like everybody was going to want these. They were going to be like the new um, Apple Watch. Like everybody was going to want Google goggles. So it was going to allow you to see the internet basically through your glasses, but also allow you some of the functionality of your phone and your glasses, which included, but was not limited to um, taking pictures and video. And everybody was like, okay, that's really creepy Mm because I don't want to know if some guy wearing glasses like coming towards me is filming like (laughs) yeah some creeper with his glasses So it just it became this again I think nightmare of publicity that sort of doomed it to a you know a premature death yeah which I wonder here's the thing I wonder is if people who have like the early adopters who had Google goggles I wonder if they still work like oh sure right like you gotta believe there's some like tech guru out there who's like i've still got like and loving their google goggles and like we don't even know that they are google goggles because they're just wearing regular glasses yeah well it's probably like the cia or the fbi or something great great neat i mean you're always on camera that's that is accurate that is 100 percent accurate when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh we have to talk about anna de armas oh because last from the past yeah well we we'll tell you we'll tell you what's going on with anna when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. We gotta talk about Anna de Armas on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. She used to be one half of the relationship that we called a Flarmus. A relationship that we called a Flarmus. What did you say? I said relationship, oh, okay. but then I corrected myself. Thank you. I mean, because Give let's us credit. be real. Anyway, what's half of a Flarmus up to? Well, a Flarmus, the former publicationship known as Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck, is no more, as you mentioned. Mm. However, she was warned about that pervert, Ben Affleck. What? And she was warned in the Instagram comments. Okay, look, there's this story on a website I want to tell you about, but it also makes me wonder if this story was planted by her people. So I was uh, on the internets over the weekend. I like to hang out there occasionally. Sometimes it's fun. Yeah, I... I've noticed that about you. Um, there's a website, which I don't really know anything about. Apparently, there's also a YouTube channel attached with this brand, NikkiSwift.com. Have you ever been to the NikkiSwift.com? I feel like I have, but I don't know why. I feel like she was on a show I watched on um, VH1. Maybe. I think she was on Couples Therapy. I'm dead serious. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but there's a website, NikkiSwift.com, and there was an article, Why Anna de Armas Was Warned About Ben Affleck. And when I saw that headline, oh my God, Anna de Armas was warned about Ben Affleck? Well. When and what was she warned about? Like, right. what does somebody need to be warned about? About Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. So then I go to this Nikki Swift article uh, by Andy Sahadio, who tells me the following. So it's like Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck's former relationship was once, you know, the talk of the town. We know that here on the Colleen and Bradley show because we, in fact, covered their publicationship. That Extensively. is their relationship for publicity. And it talks about how they met on deep water back in uh, whatever, whatever. But apparently, did that movie just come out? Is it coming out next year? Deep Water, by the way, is a movie. Um, yeah, we're not, not saying water they met deep. in the ocean. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, 
And it goes on to talk about how they met, but we we know all that because we covered this relationship. Um, but remember, the article says why Ana de Armas was warned. And I'm like, she was warned? Right. What was she warned about? Um, so here's what she was warned about, according to Nikki Swift. In April 2020, so that was like peak, um, the world is changing moment, right? right? We were in it. Ana de Armas shared a carousel of photos on Instagram with Ben Affleck in celebration of her 32nd birthday. Though she, according to this article, was very clearly happy with Ben Affleck, mm. some folks seemed to disagree with comments like, I've always thought Ben is a perv. Stay away from Ben Affleck. This is bull bleep. It was clear, you guys, that De Armas's fans weren't talking too kindly or taking too kindly to Ben Affleck. So it's like the article is trying to make you think that like she was warned that Ben right. Affleck is a hot mess. Okay, she was warned to be clear by, by trolls, trolls on the internet, <laughs> right? On Instagram. Who always thought he was kind so of a perv. I feel ripped off because I you promised me not that trolls were right. going to show up, which I don't know if you know this. They're there every day doing their job, right. making us think horrible things about all of our favorite celebrities. Headline, why Ana de Armas was warned about it. She actually wasn't warned. No, it she was trolled. Because that headline made me think that we're going to hear a top secret story about coffee that <laughs> Ana de Armas had with Jennifer Garner, where Jennifer Garner was like, listen, girl. Yeah. I got to tell you some things about Ben before you get into yeah. this dating situation. Right? Like, she, somebody's going to pull her aside. Also, let's just quickly aside, why are we talking about Ana de Armas right now? Because she is the Bond girl. Mm -hmm. She's in No Time to Die Mm -hmm. uh, in the current Bond film. And she's had a bunch of celebrity interviews lately, which, again, are just what you do. When you're making the rounds. Also, should we then be surprised, as we continue this aside, that her relationship with Ben Affleck would be coming up at this moment because... Absolutely not. That... Is what publicationships right. are for. Yes. Even and it will dead still, ones. Yeah, it will still play, pay its dividends as a zombie publicationship. Um, so it doesn't surprise me. Also, you do wonder whose vantage point, because like I'm like, who writes this article? Right. Who writes the, like, who wakes up thinking, you know what? I need to write an article about some trolly comments on Ana de Armas's Instagram from 2020. At a time when she's now in headlines for something totally different. And by the way, she's not dating Ben Affleck. Yeah. And then who spontaneously digs back into her Instagram to see them in the first place without being prompted? So it just makes me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wonder, hmm, was hmm. Ana de Armas's people, her publicity machine at all, involved in any of this? What I will say is towards the end of the article, it goes on to say, Ben is no longer dating Ana. The source revealed that Armas broke it off as, as, quote, their relationship was complicated. Ana doesn't want to be in L.A., and Ben obviously has to be because of the kids. I think we talked about that at the yeah. time. But what I love is at the end of it, it goes, after his split with Darmus, Affleck's love life came full circle when he reunited with ex-lover Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer forever! So then I'm left to wonder... It says that at the end? No, it literally says that at the end. Okay. So then I'm left to wonder, what the heck did I read? And also, you're terrible, Muriel. Um, Stop making me read these dumb articles that you're not actually giving me any info on, other than perhaps Ana Armas's publicity machine is in overdrive currently. Please go see No Time to Die in theaters. Thank you. you. Thank you very much. So it's interesting. Okay, so I'm going to... Did you... This is going to sound like it doesn't have anything to do with what we just talked about, but it does. Did you watch White Lotus? No. Okay, so there is a character in White Lotus whose job it is to write this crap. Oh, yeah. I think I told you about this. I've heard this referenced before. Yeah. And, And I don't... like. Whether or not that's that was based on a real person, I'm sure it is because I'm sure. when I just went to Nikki Swift, by the way, is the name of the website. Yeah, I was mistaken. I don't even think there is a real Nikki Swift. I got I that couldn't find anything because I thought the same. I thought, well, maybe there's an actual Nikki Swift, and it just seems that there's a ton of contributors. Th- that's what I was gonna say. When you click on about and you see how large their staff is, you think to yourself, "There's no way Nikki Swift." dot com is employing this many people these are people who write these fluff pieces who probably were like Ana de Armas is hot right now I gotta figure something out oh yeah entirely plausible and when you're in a spot a spot of desperation you might be able to weave a tale yeah no that that's was, absolutely true that was that ridiculous. was a tale that I was taken on that I would like my money back thank you thank you where's my refund when we return I wish I could refund you um, but I will give you this, the gift of D-bags. Oh. Celebrities behaving badly. They always deliver. They do. We'll tell you all about them when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We like to shine a light on them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello, Biashes. And uh, when we do it, we have a name for them. That name is? D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag, Colleen Lindstrom? Oh, Justin Bieber. Oh, no. What did Biebs do? So apparently he's got this um, um, Amazon Prime documentary called Justin Bieber, Our World. Mm. I've not watched it. It doesn't matter because I'm not going to. But I have read the report of the report. And apparently there's a conversation uh, between Justin Bieber and his wife Haley Bieber. Okay. In, uh, our world. Our world. Justin Bieber, our world. Okay. Where they're talking about, you know, 
their future as yeah. a family. Hmm. And maybe their plans to hmm. make a family. Okay. Which people have been very speculatory about. Yeah. Um, and he says word. of the of the of the plans that they have to make a family, he says, My intention for twenty twenty one is to continue to set goals and have fun while doing them. Make sure I put my family first and hopefully we squish out a nugget. Um does he mean like Increases fiber intake. That's, that's why he's my tea bag. <laughs> because what he's trying to say is have a baby. Oh, but squish out a nugget actually yeah. doesn't sound like that's not quite the same thing. And I'm like, squish out a nugget. <laughs> can be great, we, beautiful thing. I can I submit this for consideration? Yeah. If you're not able to say the words, have a baby or get pregnant or you don't like euphemisms for pregnancy I re- it really bothers me we do not need i know to this because i it. always used to say well i still do say preggers mm-hmm. i don't really say that word but i know that you hate that i word. just hate like we don't need to cutify preggers. the procedures uh and the the condition around having babies well it, it also just doesn't bode thing. well for you know parenting when you're trying to convince people you you have what it takes to be a parent that's not that you do need to convince anyone clearly um uh, it doesn't really lend itself to like maturity to say we're gonna squish out a little nugget <laughs> and again what? it also sounds like you're talking about something a else turd. it sounds it like you're gonna poop it sounds like yeah you're Considering I just your pop bathroom, one of them things out your bathroom behaviors. Yeah. I just I don't well, know. to be clear, I think Justin Bieber may believe that that's where babies come from. It could be. It yeah. Could be. I mean, I thought it was kind of cross promotion at first because Justin Bieber wants to break into the cannabis business. And so why not cross brand your pregnancy? You squish out a nug. Okay. Okay. I see what okay. you did there, but well, I don't think he thinks doing. on that yeah. level, honey. Well, that's just, unfortunate. Call me Justin Bieber. Yes, yes you might by all means. Let his people know. Squish out a nugget. I can't. I that's just can't. Nasty. Again, please don't <laughs> cutify uh, and euphemize pregnancy. I baby look forward to you taking, like, doing a, an episode of I don't know what show this would be, but wherein you <laughs> have Justin Bieber understand. What pregnancy, what pregnancy really actually yeah. entails. Mm. Yeah. Also, I would like to remind you, there was a time, and I I look fondly upon these days, mostly because they were in the before times, when you said what Justin Bieber needed was... A your, mantor. A mantor. Yeah. And I just... I I feel like that hasn't really changed, even though he's married now and well, he's now trying he needs to be a all vagina grown. tour. Yes, sounds and like not a villain just a, in a Marvel it comic. Not just, it sounds I like, am vagina tour. It sounds like a mythical also, being. Yeah, like I'm half man, half <laughs> vagina. Vagina tour. Which half is which? <laughs> I can fly. Okay. Or okay. well, I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Um, but what I will say is he does need not just a mentor in that area, but also mm-hmm. he might actually need a tour of that area. Well, yeah. One that's not just, you know, 16-year-old's understanding. Because I kind of just feel like Justin Bieber perennially has a 16-year-old's understanding of the world. Because, Mm -hmm. very rightly, Mm -hmm. not rightly, just very... um, Understandably. Understandably, he stopped maturing at the age that he became a worldwide phenomenon. Which was like 14. wouldn't. Right. 
see Jojo Siwa. Yeah, remember he's tried to have mantors in the his Miley life. Cyrus. Oh yeah, and his oh, mantor. Look, look how that ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was the uh, Hill the defamed. Well. Carl not just Lentz. that. Song, Carl Lentz. Not just Carl Lentz, but Scooter Braun. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, I listen, I actually like this idea of having a show where I school uh young celebrities on sex education. Yes. All right. I'm here for that. I'm, I would watch. I just really, you know, Cringe, like I get I real watch. prickly around the euphemisms and squish yeah. out a nugget was particularly no, science offensive. Is, does not need to you know, like we don't call it a poo poo and a pee pee. Thank you. you. Know? <laughs> Nor should we. But you know, like, wait, are you talking about the parts or what we do? No, what? I'm talking. Yeah, because some people refer to their bits and pieces yeah. as the poo poo and the pee pee. Who does that? Who calls them the poo poo. You know, my poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, that's not yes. what we should be Correct. doing. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. We're mature yeah, adults. Please, please take issue with my immaturity. <laughs> No, well taken, well said. Um, Who's your D-bag? Candace Cameron Puree. Oh, boy. And I poke fun at the beret point uh, because it's just too easy. But I do want to take her to task somewhat. Now, look, she said some things, and I don't want to get into all the things, but I do want to get into this. Headline, Candace Cameron Beret says she's not anti-vax, but pro-medical freedom. I can see based on the deep breathing you're doing that you too had the same reaction I did, wherein she Instagrams to her 5 million followers. Sorry, what? 5 million. So this is no small thing. This is not like you and I having opinions. Right. This is somebody who can actually affect a large group of people because even if like 1% of the people who follow her, You have a platform when you're a celebrity. Use it wisely. So she goes on to say she's not anti-vax. Well, actually, she says, I'm not anti-V. I'm just pro-medical freedom. You could take that a number of ways. Mm -hmm. But what she really meant in the comments anyway is uh, here's what she says. This. This is not about what I am against. This is about what I am for. Read and understand the distinction. This mama is holding the line and standing up for freedom. This should not separate us. We can have different opinions and still respect and love one another. Be bigger than that. Okay. Mm. So that's what she did. And you are probably having a similar reaction that I did. Your dander gets up, right? Mm -hmm. So then I, you know, am thinking about it and what she's, I don't understand what she's actually trying to say. I think what she's trying to do is make a political point. I'm not here to talk about the politics of it. Mm -hmm. But in the process, I think she's doing something very dangerous, which is confusing um, one thing with another. And the things that she's confusing are like science, Mm -hmm. right? And politics. Mm -hmm. Those two things don't go together well. Like they are kind of... In, not kind of, I'm being facetious. They are independent of one another. Mm-hmm. You can hold any number of political beliefs, but science doesn't require a certain political belief. It just is. But she seems to paint that picture or portray it that way, um, saying that she is things like pro-medical freedom, pro-immune system, pro-sunlight, pro-exercise, pro-real food, and pro-vitamins. 
as if to say that is opposed to people being required to get mm-hmm. a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to talk about the politics, right, but right, like, right. but I I think that the the distinction she's making is one that's dangerous. It's not just I'm over here having an opinion. Oh, it's one thousand percent dangerous, and also it is. It, there's, it smacks a little bit of wanting to be a little bit of everything to everybody and appeal to all thoughts. Yeah. And it's not helpful. Yeah. It actually... Because don't you just see people more. getting frustrated yeah. the minute they read those words? Yes. Right? Well, and also she says, uh, like, how did she put it? I don't want to... When she says something like, read these words... What did, how did she, she say says, um, this should not separate us. Uh, where the read these words? I don't oh, know. The, this and the this part is I'm not anti-vax. I'm just pro medical freedom. I don't understand what that means, mm-mm. because it sounds like you're saying that you can't be pro medical freedom. Without being anti like it just it seems a, like a false equivalent it's a crappy argument but what yeah. i don't like is the way she's like this read, read these words understand, understand these dis- words i'm like girl honey no actually part of the problem is you're not understanding your stance yeah and what that all means in the grand scheme yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl yeah <laughs> see i knew um, i knew i wasn't the only one that had a strong it to the right crowd reaction again I, I do want to just acknowledge our good friend, Dr. Jen Gunter, who uh, is one of the original anti-goopers out there. I love her. <laughs> I love that you just gave her the fist I bump. I did. I just, she's, yes, yeah, she's our girl. She responded by saying, you're uninformed and anti-vaccine, and it is shocking that you would use your platform in a way that could harm people. Um, because I do think at this time, if you, if you, at, at, at the very least, like, I don't, like, again, nobody has ever argued that you were not entitled to your opinion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if what you're saying on social media runs the risk of confusing people about the importance of science, mm-hmm. then what you're doing is actually dangerous. Well, and so better to err on the side of not putting something out into your 5 million followers. Again, think about the few people who have a platform of 5 million people. Mm-hmm. To put something as vague and perhaps inflammatory as that on social media seems irresponsible to me. It is irresponsible. But, and also, to my earlier point, it, it is all about, it is not about the actual issue. It is about how it reflects on her. And Dr. Jen Gunter is right when she says, because what she said is, I am not anti-vax. I am this other thing. And what she's trying to do is have all of the crowds. Yeah. And that's about her. That's not about the real which issue. Is, which is always the way that she positions herself. Mm-hmm. And I think why she gets herself in trouble on social media so right. often with people is that she's trying to be all things to all people. She thinks that she can thread the needle in a way that nobody else has been able to, that mm-hmm. she can appeal to this audience and this audience. Mm-hmm. I would argue the fact that you're looking at trying to thread the needle of these two audiences indicates that you have a profound misunderstanding of the world as it is, Mm -hmm. because I don't think that things are as like delineated as she thinks Mm -hmm. they are. Like there's these people and then there's these people. Mm -hmm. There are the people who are pro vaccine and the people who are pro medical freedom. Right. I don't think that's the way it works. I don't think so either. And, and I, yes, I do better. Be better. Be better, honey.
When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, unfortunately, um, we had uh, an abundance of people who need to do so better. So many be D-bags. Oh. We got another one. We're going to do a little D-bag double down with another frequent flyer when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. We had so much D bag. Uh, we had to extend the segment to do a little D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Pew. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the. Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Poor Chloe. Oh, here we are again. Okay, not only do I want to roll my eyes on this dumb inspirational quote booking by Chloe Kardashian, I also want to take the sun, not the actual orb of red. Uh, red? I mean, it's probably red as well as yellow light in the sky. No, I'm talking about the tabloid. I want to take them to task as well as Chloe for continuing this dumb narrative that I want us to finally be rid of. Mm. I know I sound very animated. No, preach. And we're very D-bag heavy, but this is very critical this is very to our important. success. I also said successed, which is not a word. Anyway, <laughs> oh no, Chloe. Chloe Kardashian shares cryptic post about stress and having a damaged mind after getting banned from the Met Gala. Now, I which laugh. Which I will click on that. Are you kidding? Of course. Who's not clicking on that dumb story? And look, I'm not laughing at like the stress and damaged mind part. What I'm it, to me, it's ludicrous that we're still talking about Khloe Kardashian getting banned from the Met Gala. It's ridiculous. Put that, put a pin in that though, because I want to start with Khloe herself, who can't stop, won't stop, cryptic. I, it's not even cryptic. It's just it's diarrhea of the vague booking or diarrhea mm. of the inspirational quote. It's fishing, in- and she never likes the fish that she catches with this. Exactly, inspirational quoteria is what mm-hmm. I would like to call it. Um, (laughs) it includes the following things amid this controversy, you guys, which is not an actual thing. She posted on some stories the following. Okay. So we don't have any, um, Insta quote music. Do we Holly? Sorry. I know. Insta quote music, you know, (laughs) like something inspirational. That's just going to make people really feel the emotion. I mean, we can go with an oldie, but a goodie. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is totally great. (laughs) Becoming less reactive is a huge part of growth and decreasing stress. If you let up everything, or if you let everything get you worked up, you're damaging your mind, body, and spirit. So said Slimmerella on Twitter. 
Who even is that? That's like basically Albert Einstein. Okay, one last one. Mm. Again, <laughs> Khloe Kardashian. Thank you, Al. Khloe Kardashian on her Insta story is, is inspirational quoting the following. Mm. Dear God, help me to be patient when I am waiting on your will for my life. Help me to trust your timing completely. I need you in my life. Just like a fiber supplement. Mm. Please take my hands and don't let me fall into the toilet bowl. I just added that myself. Uh, anyway, so that's like totally random and vague. And I don't know what she's doing. I don't care. But this is a thing that Khloe Kardashian does, which is when there's something she doesn't want us to talk about. By that, I mean she actually wants us to talk about, mm-hmm. but you can't say it out louder in the comments because she will come for you or she will, with a K, clap back. Okay? It's B-A-K-K, as in Khloe Kardashian. Um, that's not even getting to the fact that I hate inspirational quotes, period. So we see that behavior... <laughs> I do. No, I get it. I'm laughing because it just, I I know the context of that. It just, some people might be like, wait, what do you mean? Why do you hate inspirational quotes? But you have like, I know the context of it. It is irritating. The context is it's irritating because it's usually some weird vague booking that people are trying to do where they're like, Lord, let me just breathe through this one because all the days. I'm like, okay, what do you really want us to know? Right, right. Because you want us to know something. Yeah. And what you're doing is, like I said, you're like putting the bait on the hook and then casting it out there and hoping that somebody's going to save you from yourself. Exactly. So on the one hand, Chloe, stop doing that because Mm -hmm. we don't care. It's But that's a little bit on me because I don't need to follow it. But, you know, that's why I then threw the sun tabloid into Mm -hmm. the mix because they are still talking about the fact that Chloe got banned from the Met Gala. Also, I don't know that she ever did get banned. This is a narrative they've been running with and acting like she's... Because, again, what's the narrative about Chloe always? Poor Poor Chloe. So if she wasn't at the gala, it must be because she's banned, Mm -hmm. right? Because she's had too much, I don't know, face filtering or something? No, I think it's because she's not... um, Relevant enough, according to Anna Wintour, because she's the sad one. She's mm-hmm. not she's on poor Chloe covers. Poor yeah. Chloe. Yeah, she didn't invent the. It's just the con- the continuation of the sa- the poor Chloe narrative is all that. Even just the the storyline of her being banned from the Met Gala is a continuation of the poor Chloe narrative, and she does not do that narrative any favors with her vague booking with her. This is what I wish somebody close to Chloe would tell her. Like, girl, honey, I know you want to share that on Instagram because you feel like it has some sort of value, but it doesn't actually. So just put it in your diary and read it later when you yeah, need a little pick me up. Just say, I'm sick of all you haters. Yeah. Or my mom really is annoying sometimes and I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Or I wish that I wasn't born into the life of a Kardashian wherein everything I do and say becomes you know public fodder and my only ability to respond to it is to create this false narrative that i'm somehow like strong enough to defend against all this stuff that i never asked for anyway why am i putting up with any of this oh because i'm getting a lot of money in return but really am i getting anything in return because at the end of the day i think it's sucking the life out of me like or you could do what the rest of us do and just pick up your phone and call your therapist and say i need to get in asap yeah but again (laughs) You can't sell a TV series that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Your thoughts, Holly? Just mm-hmm, of oh. course. <laughs> like, well, we 
that's I was the like, I don't know. Line, it sounded right? like there right. was something. Uh, I know. I felt like juicy you were, up in there. You were, you were, you were no. gonna, you were gonna squeeze out a nugget. No, it's squish, a dry. It Sorry, squish, squish out. out no, I'm not gonna squish out any nuggets Thank of wisdom. You. But you. to your uh-huh. point, Chloe. And Chris were mm-hmm. filming their new Hulu series this week in New York City. Oh. While mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian was filming Saturday Night Live. Oh, and interestingly, both they were the only Kardashians that made cameos on Saturday Night Live. Also, let's be clear. The Kim Kardashian hosting Saturday Night Live episode of the coming Keeping Up with the Kardashians 2.0 mm-hmm. series on Hulu is a thing. A thousand five hundred percent. No question. Also, did you see this headline uh, that that got bandied about today about Khloe Kardashian? That she arrived at the SNL after party arm in arm with Scott Disick, which oh. I thought, okay, now they're trying to manipulate us with another storyline that's trying to get us to think that Khloe and Scott are doing it. Ew. I saw something about Crocs. Didn't she wear Crocs or something? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, she wore Croc pumps to the after party. That's I don't thing. know. Comfort first. Crumps. Is that what they're called? If they are, we need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> hey, look at my pair of crumps. I don't like this timeline. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Too bad. show. You have to stay here. Uh, what's the best Halloween candy to share? 651-641-1071. We're going to talk about that. Take your calls after this on My Talk 107.1.